just for this one little scene, she's got some manipulation to her, and then it goes away for the rest of the film. It doesn't make sense. You think that was added by the new director to kind of... Oh, that's a good point. Like it was a note that they had to add that scene later? Maybe. Make it look bad? Maybe. Two shots for Sven. Three shots for Sven. You guys want any of this? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I forgot to offer you guys some grappa or whatever it is I have. Now he goes, where is she? And and you see the Harry's like, like, it's true what Lotta was thinking, you know, and. Oh, Santos. They named her Lotta because she's got a lot of boobs. A lot of junior, right? A lot of senior. Right. It is junior and senior. That's right. Yeah. Unless she comes from a long line of uh, Lotta's, it'd be Lotta the third. A lot of IV. Oh, that's a lot, a lot of. I did the whole lot of love uh, guitar riff. <laughs> whole lot of love. <laughs> whole lot of love. <laughs> we all know that guitar like. Francis Farmer died in 1970 at 56 years old of cancer. That's good. What a jerk. Wow, she's young. Now, when she was young, she won this contest for like scholastic. She was in high school, scholastic books or something. She wrote this whole thing about how God is bullshit. God is not true. I couldn't believe when Scholastic Dynamite magazine published it. She won a hundred bucks for it though, and that's a lot of money in thirty-one. She had to get fifty dollars of God. Chaotic godless world. But later, towards the end of her life, she would become a Christian. You know why? Because she was cuckoo, cuckoo. (laughs) I'm going to have to see more. She went to the Soviet Union. He did? Wait, During her final year of college, 1935, Francis won a subscription contest for the leftist newspaper, The Voice of Action. First prize was a trip to the Soviet Union. Farmer accepted the prize despite her mother's strong objections. Fuck you! Where were you when I was a kid? Uh, so just don't go to Russia. Fuck went, you! Where were you when I was a kid? Uh, she went. She was. Uh, she wanted to see the pioneering Moscow art theater. Her interest in such topics fostered speculations. She was not only an atheist but a communist. The same year, she graduated with the degree in drama. When she came back from the Soviet Union, she went to New York. She got into uh, some plays and then Paramount, you know. Nice. It was too pretty to not let uh, I do. I do want to keep talking about her, but can I just want to play the song that they're playing on the accordion. Another one, right? Hey, I want to sit next to you. Okay. Talking to you, Michael. Yeah, that's the song she's playing. Well, Barney's she's singing Love Me Tender, and Barney's like, stop it, stop it, because he can't handle it, because it's just like his love. You know, in this film, like, Barney's not a terrible, awful human being, you know? Yeah, he's a little He was friends with the loggers, he was ambitious. He He was ambitious, that was his problem. That was his failure. He was a nice guy who was too ambitious. In this movie, that, I, that's what I always thought when I watched the film, was like, he was too ambitious, right? He gave that up. He, he gave love up for money. Right, exactly, for money. And success. Now, he had been planning his success for years and then was with this woman for about a couple, you know, two months. So... We know this song too. Oh yeah, I, I don't. If you don't know Lily like I do, look at the kid. Now that was inappropriate, yeah, and we really out. won't see that again for the film until he makes an indecent proposal later. But we won't <laughs> see any more creeping. Sven turns a red fox. Oh, I'm coming. This is the big one. 
<laughs> he popped his collar. Lana, I'm coming. No, no, the thing is, Swan's got a bad back. So he's like, I'll take you to the specialist in Chicago, and I'll take you girls along with inside. us, and I'll buy you nice dresses, and we'll be on a train. It's like what they've always dreamed out about getting it. Not Carrie so much. It's what Lada's always dreamed about, getting out of this town. And basically, her wishes are coming true right now. Oh. He starts playing the Love Me Tender song, and he starts crying. He goes, what's the matter? Is yeah. it brings back memories? No, Colonel Tom Parker owes me $500. <laughs> Did you watch that Elvis movie, Adam? No, I didn't. It, I liked it. I don't know. I'm going to defend that movie. Which Did one? You watch it? Elvis, the three-hour movie. Oh, should I see it? Ty, yes. It's not like you might not like it, but I, I really liked it. I but it you was, recommend? Yeah, I recommend it out. Everything There's a lot of gyrating, Carl. Just so you know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you might get offended. You make sure your kids are not in the room when you watch it. Because... Okay. Yeah. We watch it with Rose, but yeah, my my youngest is seventeen, my oldest is twenty two. They could be in a room. They're gonna get fathers. They've done their own grinding. Wow, they're really in the twentieth century. Oh, they're on the train. Okay, now you see these hats. We don't know. We don't know anything about it. They will go to the dining car, and women will kind of make fun of their outfits, like they're a little outdated or whatever. And Francis Farmer will get mad at Barney, saying. You knew it. You knew it. That's why you wanted us to dine in the car and not in the dining. So he goes, okay, you caught me. When we go to Chicago, I'll buy you all proper clothes. And Oh, so he's he's hiding them for during the meal? They're going in a separate car? When they oh, my God. The meal's on her head. Car, he said, let's dine in my car. And they said, uh -oh. no, we want to go to the dining room where everyone can see us. So Barney said, Oh, okay. You know, he's not going to say no to them. Yeah. And then they got laughed at. And so that's uh, how you Smoking or non-smoking section? Bumpkin or non-bumpkin section? Uh, smoking bumpkin. Okay. Here they are in the dining car. And you can see a few people taking a look at their hats and stuff and their outfits and making smirks. Yeah. Hello. Now, turn this up because it's a little... Hey, hello, robber baron. Now, the reason for this scene is he's going to talk about how beautiful the daughter is. Hubba, hubba. Yeah, but he'll say, oh, don't be ridiculous. That's what I always tell him. You old <laughs> you know, a little brandy man. after dinner, all right? <laughs> all right, I gotta go okay. sleep with my daughter. Now listen to what how Francis Farmer talks about how embarrassed she was. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? No, no, I didn't. what I wanted you to hear. And now he's like gonna, well, I'll buy you proper clothes. He basically starts spending money on them like crazy. That's the reason why you didn't yell, come and get it in the middle of the film. You were embarrassed to eat with us. There was a great opportunity for the director directors to put in come and get it during the dinner scene. Because it will be in the beginning of the movie, the end of the movie, and then in the middle of the movie. It's like Goodfellas. Mm -hmm. Remember the, the shoe shine box? Right. Let's see. Yeah, you, you insulted them a little bit. Now, a, a little bit. A little bit. Now they're yeah. in proper great clothes. and Oh, now they don't look silly. Standing. Oh, they look. All right. Look you, you, that other hat looked ridiculous, this one. Okay. Howard Hawks was originally signed to direct, but was replaced by William Wyler midway through the production. Farmer was indignant and clashed with Wyler during the filming. He later said, the nicest thing I can say about Frances Farmer is that she is unbearable. Though her working relationship with Wilder was tumultuous, Hawks remembered 
farmer with admiration, saying she had more talent than anyone I ever worked with, ever worked with. So this is the thing about her. She was tough, but she's gold on screen. Right. So you're saying she's talented. Now look at this one. Was supposed to be playing Francis Farmer's role. You can see why they chose Francis. Right. Well, you're right. She's given... Sorry. Liberals. Right. It was the communists who suggested Francis Farmer. I met her in college. Well, they're all very happy. Now, uh, Adam, one thing uh, Carl and I notice when we watch movies, especially when they have like dining uh, theater experiences, mm -hmm. is that it's all studio produced. Like this is not an exact replica of a dining hall in in early 1910s, but for the movie they build it. But this is our only historical reference we have. It's yes. like every time they had a nightclub scene where they're dancing around and everyone's eating dinner and there's singing. It's a uh -huh. movie set, but it's supposed to replicate the nightclub experience. Right. It's like the sock hops and happy days or like the the eighties the reversion of eighties like punk clubs, you know, you see on TV. It's not the yeah. real thing, but it's it's our reference now. Now Adam, do you remember in the eighties you used to watch some movie like Terminator and there would be a like like a Los Angeles nightclub with punks? And you knew that place didn't really exist. It wasn't a real place, right? But you would always see it in the movies. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but you you would think it's it because that's your only reference. So you're saying like we don't live but, in the 30s. And we lived right, but we lived in the 80s. And so when we go into this like pretend punk rock club, like like you know there was a bar somewhere and you knew there was a place where you could go see a concert, but this fake like we'll all go hang out as punk rock. Right, everyone has mohawks and right. uh, play paint on the wall. So the thing is, like, a person in 2020s looking at that would think that was a real place in the 1980s. In the same way, I'm very suspicious when you see these nightclubs in the 30s, 40s. Maybe they're not real, you know? Right. Yeah. But this, like, that dining hall, like, what I noticed was there was a lot of space, which is good when you smoke cigars. Like, all the smoke goes to the top of the ceiling. Yes. Well, they had more room, yeah. They had more real estate. Then we're okay, now turn this on. This is the reverse of the earlier scene we saw. It's just got to be your part that Mr. Glass was doing all this for. Of course. I sometimes wondered if it sometimes worried me that it might be you. Gary, are you trying? I know it's awful, but he is interested in you. You see how it's reversed now? Well, such a thing. You know Mr. Glass was interested in me on the Gala Park. I wonder if he is. Of course he is. How can you say such a thing? How can you even think it? You see how it kind of doesn't make sense in the script, you know? And no, it's what you said, Adam. Yeah, they added it. They added it to, for whatever reason. And that's yeah. probably why she was so mad. Because it didn't make sense. Well, maybe she's just uh, gaslighting her mom. Just, you know, like defensively saying, no, that's not true. Why, why would you just say that? I feel like she, she changed her mind or she realized it was a bad idea and this woman changed her mind too. I think that's how I took it when I saw it. Now here is the horseless carriage, and oh the driver God. of it is a guy who works on horses, so he hates it. Go ahead and listen for a second. I Ubered you 20 minutes ago. Yeah, I go get <laughs> is this Shreven? No, Shreven. Shreven. I like me horses. You ain't like horseless carriage? What accent is that? I don't know. Now that's Scottish, right? Horsing around too soon. I just thought it was a little funny how he hates the car. You know, it, it, when he's in that automobile, his accent is—it's not horse at all. There's no, there's no hoarseness to his voice. Oh come on! It, it's a horseless carriage. Like he—that's why he had a speaking role. He was not horse. Yeah. Um. Okay, the premiere of this film was in Seattle, which is Farmer's hometown. At the premiere, it was in, it was in a place in which you used to be an usher. That was the kind of neat thing about it. Um, at the premiere, Farmer was noticeably quiet, spoke little to reporters, which resulted in news reports that she was cold and aloof. Nevertheless, Come and Get It earned praise from 
public and critics with several reviews greeting farmers a newfound star likening her to Greta Garbo. So good spin. Well, yeah, this was a big hit then. This was a big hit that uh, still lost money because of the director. Did the loggers in Seattle right. like this movie, or were they protesting? The loggers in Seattle? Well, Washington State, Oregon. I don't know. Maybe they came over. I did do a lot of research for this film, but I yeah, only got to Google impact. page nine. I don't know what the loggers <laughs> in Washington. They didn't have like a logger protest during the Seattle. They didn't have that much logging. Like in the beginning, I, I think that's interesting. The loggers footage because that's real. Uh, yes, yeah. it is, yeah. and it was from in the, uh, what did I say? Oregon. No. Oregon. No. It was from. Was it, it was Idaho, Oregon? North Fork, Clearwater River. What did I say? You said. <laughs> I said New Jersey. Okay, now we're meeting the sun and. Francis Farmer's daughter Lata will meet the son too. Oh no! Awkward. I have an extra ticket to the love boat if you would like to go. Uh, If I could bring very subtle, it's directed very well. Watch when they meet. (coughs) He doesn't have a chance to really get acquainted with him, and she's a great actress. The way you can see it in her face. Look, he looks. She looks. And then she's like, whoa. Yeah. Holy Haba Huba. cow. Yeah. You are the uh, most dangerous game. That guy, but handsome. Yeah. Aren't you the most dangerous game guy? Hello. No, no <laughs> come here. Come here. Get away from him. Get away. <laughs> weren't, yeah, right. Weren't you the most dangerous game? I was. Great. You got 10 seconds. Yeah. Pa-pow! I'm not kidding, Wabbit. All right. Guys, get out of here. We got to fart. They're giving him a, a tour of the mill. How boring. Yeah. Now, you haven't heard from her. If you watch this film three times, this is my fourth time like you. She is like a interesting, neat character. She's a grouchy secretary, and she gives Barney lots of trouble. She's, she's one of the reasons why this is a good film. You don't like her when you're watching this, but she's that's that's exactly what you're supposed to feel like. She's she's Della Reese to his Perry Mason. Della Reese to Perry Mason. You know, I remember Perry Mason's show in the reruns, but I really didn't give it a chance. But you know, Perry Mason, like it's crossword puzzles, like the secretary's name, Reese, uh-huh. has two E three E's and Perfect. An yeah, and then the writer of Perry Mason, his name is like E-R-L-E or something like that. So I only know from Crossword Puzzles. Now, this is a well-written, well-directed scene, well-acted scene in which this is supposed to be like when they get together and it's the Kindles, their relationship. But it's fraught with mistakes and accidents and fighting. It's really good scene. Ooh. Smack! Yeah. Smack! Oh, he smacked you back. He hit her right back. Yeah. Now you don't hit me again. <laughs> well, you brought up communism in the first place. Being a gold digger. What's that? You brought up communists in the first place. That's. So she's like, he's like, something's boiling over. Oh, and she's man. like, well, I'm busy fighting with you. And he goes, no, you better, you better handle this. Oh, right. Come over here and fuck it all up like a bumbling idiot. Ouch! And she's like, you fool! That's all CGI, so the actors weren't like in any danger. Yeah, that's right. You wouldn't really get hurt. Now look at you. Who's going to eat that pancake? Right. What are now the he's uh, like, character? You better clean up this mess! <laughs> I do like his hat. I'll give him that much credit. Now, it's nothing to cry about. Wow. <laughs> now he's yeah, no crash balls. Or now he's stuck, but he's... And she's like, don't walk around. You'll get it everywhere. He never takes his shoes off. Why not? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. This is the comic relief of the movie, so enjoy it, guys. 
I wonder who directed this one because it's it's a different tonal shift. I mean, this movie wasn't it's a that different tonal shift, but it's also oh, his shoes do come off. Excuse me. It's also very good. Like, um... yeah. oh, there ha that's the goo. Yeah, apparently this is part of making the candy. You and if you don't do this right, you're gonna mess it up. And right. they will mess it up. And then when you I'd eat rather it. dress for it. <laughs> I mean, it's not, you guys were talking about um, watching movies about old times. It seemed like, right, from the movies we watched and at the library or wherever, men always wore suits, always had a hat on. Women always were dressed in nines. At the club or at the bar or coffee shop, whatever it is, at right? The right. Everybody yeah, at the grocery. The you go to a city block and everyone's walking around with suits and stuff like that. You right. go to Texas to the to the nightclubs. Go to a baseball game and everyone's Make in their happy. suit. Baseball game, everyone's dressing in a suit because yeah. they're going out. Now look, they've stopped messing with the candy because they're starting oh. to fall in love a little oh, bit. Oh no, it's gooey. She's like, they're getting gooey. Oh, the goo. <laughs> this is where the movie gets gooey. <laughs> it gets gooey. Come on, guys. It's too sweet. Oh, my this God. is the seventh take. There was no graphic user interface. This was their GUI. Oh, boy. Their what GUI. did you want? Okay, now we're going to have a little bit of a clash between father and... A secretary? No, I'm, I'm remembering... Uh... Oh. Remember... Stop hitting on my daughter. It's awkward. No, he <laughs> never. he'll never do that because he doesn't really hit on her. Juan never really catches on. He kissed on. her. Yeah, that's gross. You're right about that. He did kiss her in the same scene in which Swan gets up and he's like, oh, my back. And that distracts them from it. And he says, I'm taking you to Chicago. <laughs> right. It does. Oh, in all right. He kisses her like that. He gets up to react and he goes, oh, my back. And then he says, I'm taking you to Chicago. Great. Bring my daughter, too. Yeah. You guys want any of my penny candy behind me? Anyone now he's that? saying, thanks for coming over. Yeah, do you guys want some candy? It's stuck to the bottom of my shoe. Dad's yeah, finding maybe. out that Most Deadliest Game was over at Lada's house. Uh, what? what the fuck? We were making candy in the kitchen, if you know what I'm saying. No! Not candy. Well, it it yeah. is Francis Farmer, right? Candy? Yes. Yeah, so get called out. Why don't you turn it on for a second? Because sure. it goes in a pig's eye. Oh, but I'm a kid, young man. You've got other things to do. Not going around with a middle hand's daughter. I want to stop. You go down there. Now that's different. Down there to see my old friend Swan. A pig's eye, you do. What? Calling no. out. What? That's all. He's just confronted. It. Yeah, look at that. That's pretty tense. I I paused the scene where they're not even talking. They're just giving each other the eye. <laughs> Take a letter. Wait a minute. This will interest you. Oh, can you I'm... keep a secret? Jesus. <laughs> feel stabbing in my back. I'm shipping my son off to Chicago so he won't mess with my girl. Now, can we can uh, we talk Chris about Hansen is outside to see you, sir? Uh, I was wondering about the chocolate. If we could get back to the chocolate of Francis Farmer, what is the connection? Why do I always connect that name to chocolate? There is. A, I have no idea. All right, I'm Google. Carl, Carl's going to do a dissertation about Francis Farmer. Francis chocolate. Farmer chocolate. I didn't research that. Farmer chocolate. No cords? Come and get it? I'm, I'm dreaming. It has to be something else. Franz chocolate. That does, thank Whatever you. happens to Francis Farmer. Fanny Farmer. Fanny Farmer. Oh, yeah, casual. yeah, you're right. Fanny Farmer candy. Okay, so what's now, up? This is a game According called to... Diablo. And oh, it was really? very popular in the 30s. And this is like the tail end of its popularity. It's about to go away. Now, this is like a Sudoku puzzle for them right now. Yes, when it was fresh, you know. Yeah. Now, 
She is going to say, I'm not marrying the rich boy that mom wants me to marry. And, <clears throat> you know, Edward's going to be like, that's insane. You can't, because she wants to marry this like low life guy in the paper mill. The one who was doing the paper cups with the son. He's like, I, I, well, he doesn't say I'll forbid it, but he essentially does. And then she goes, look, you were going to marry that Lada. You, you didn't marry for love. You married for money. And look at you. You're miserable. I don't want that to happen to me. And so he will completely change his tune and say, you're right. You Thank should you, marry for love. And he'll be friendly with the bum who's doing the paper cups. He'll warm up to it. And you'll see. Oh, he's about to make a lot of money over that guy. Yeah, well, that's uh, right. Yeah. But he didn't <laughs> want to. He wanted to reject the idea and say... Like, you can't marry a lowlife and... Listen, and there's other ideas. Sliced bread? Ridiculous. People want to rip their bread. No one wants to slice it. <laughs> you bite your bread off. How can you fit it in a toaster? <laughs> What's a toaster? People just want to put it in the oven and wait three hours. All right. This is the greatest thing since unsliced bread. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go put horses back in my horseless carriage. Yeah. <laughs> it's not working. How much horsepower has this horse got? One horse. That's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. The other one's sick. All right. Fair enough. Oh. <clears throat> so, you know, he can get he gets it. He gets it. You're right. So you're gonna marry for love, not money. And so he's going to try to make it so that, okay, this guy's got some money. Paper cup idea. Okay, so there's not only Fanny Farmer chocolate, but there's also <laughs> Fanny Merritt Farmer from the 1800s was an American culinary expert whose Boston Cooking School cookbook became a widely culinary text. whoop de doo This has nothing to do with our film. But I'm just saying, like, Francis Farmer, I would think of the chocolate, and I would yeah. think of the cookbook. I would not, you know, I would get the But confusion. right now, we're researching your tangent. <laughs> I think it's relevant. Okay. It All was right. on the show. Yeah, right. So here he comes down to the, like, low-life dredges of the workers. He goes, hey, what's your name? What's your name? You know what my name is. Then he goes... I thought you'd take it this way, you know, about the daughter. So he gets pleasantly surprised that Barney's going to be cool with this. Right. No, he wants to go take him up on the paper cup idea. I should have looked up this guy's history, who he is and everything. It's just that he was in IMDb, but he wasn't in Wikipedia. So I thought he wasn't important. And then we, the clock was ticking on our show. So no, it's fine. I, I, I had an off tangent that I added. So that, that even <laughs> He goes, well, watch out for that. It goes, trip. Hey, you're all right. Yeah. yeah. Say. And his shirts are always steamed. Uh, no Look wrinkles here, huh. uh, A little now, business. Now, cap of yours. No, that's a paper cup, sir. Oh. Right. oh, so you can drink water out of it, and it's a dozen's cap for rodents. We can sell it two ways. <laughs> that's a genius, eh? Now, where do you Send put the my son in, who's the ingrate. Send in my ingrate son. Where's the cock blocker? Damn. Look at that neat phone, huh? Yeah, that's a top of the line. That's a horseless telephone. It's a <laughs> this phone is a terrible. They want to put numbers on this phone. I said, no way. See, it's a terrible idea. Everyone wants to talk to an operator. Or just give you the extension so I can connect you. Benson has five five five. That's how it's done. Sadie, get me New Manhattan right away. So they're like, how many of these paper cups can you produce in a day? And, you know, he goes, I'll see you at the party to watch your step. Well, so don't anyway, trip. he's being cool. That's the thing about this Barney. Like, he is bad. It's creepy. He wants to rekindle Lotta with the daughter. It's inappropriate. It's so young. But at the same time, he doesn't... Not a bag. Okay. Yeah. Right now. Whoa, you're looking at his balls. Yeah, he's she's <laughs> looking right at her balls. Look at that. 
She's not pretending she's not looking at it. Well, because he's boring them he's with like history it. of paper, and they're so oh. bored. Oh, oh, look at those. It's a pulp, oh. pulp fiction, right? Well, that's just one of the hey. things I really like about this movie pulp is numbers. that the son is not a catch. And she's still falling for him. Like he's he's clumsy, he says dumb things, he's prattling on about history, and she still is like in love with him. Look at this package. Oh, that's love. It's the whole package. Look at her. Wow. Yeah, he's like, that's I like your stupid stories. <laughs> Glad I put on my good bow for you. Go ahead, listen to a moment. It, maybe it's well, I can't wait to hear the story. Oh, we'll never hear that paper story. Back to the <laughs> horse carriage. Right. Oh, see, he did uh, go back to the horse carriage. Well, it's not the same guy. Hey, you horses, will you be in the movie again? Nay. You see how it, <laughs> <laughs> you see how it's an anchor? He put an anchor on yeah. it? Yeah. Hey. Now, hey. He, he was supposed to say, don't weigh me down. It was the joke. But he was hoarse that day. Oh, my God. Come on. What's why the, what's with the long face? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank I God. Want, I want you oh. to have this horse. Are you looking in my mouth? Have you no respect? Uh, I get it. I get it. Oh. oh, thank God you shut up. He was boring us about paper. Boring us to death. Yeah, oh, tells that story yeah, about the was. phone again. Uh, Anything. Oh, I love paper, too. Now he's admitting it. He was like, I'm just a regular windbag. Good night. Yeah, but I'm getting the girl, Dad, so deuces. <laughs> okay, now, like I told you before, Barney is rarely, if ever, inappropriate with this girl. But this is the scene in which he'll make his indecent proposal. He has to do it. Like, the whole movie is leading up to this moment. Right. This was the moment for me when I saw it. I was like, he, he's totally about regret. Of, Go he's ahead, rich. Put it on. Put it on. Yeah, he wouldn't like it either. I think. I wasn't thinking of that. I mean, you. Oh, Go live in Chicago alone. Oh, Hello. I'd be scared to be in Chicago alone. I'd be there. Uh, I mean, I'm off on business trips. We go to the theater together. You'd like that, wouldn't you? You'd like it. Yes, but you, you being a married man and all that. Check it out. Check it out. People wouldn't know. People wouldn't know. That's it. That's his indecent proposal. I'll offer you six hundred dollars if you sleep with me. Six hundred dollars in nineteen thirties money. <laughs> wow, that's like a million dollars in nineteen eighty money. Nineteen ninety six money. What year was this proposal? I just love it because he's like he's taught in his mind. He's talking to the woman that he left, right? Not talking to the daughter, right? Yeah, he's gone crazy, and he's just like, I regret my life, and I want to start over. Or I want to, I want to go the other way right here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But with the daughter. Right. And she's so like, is... you mustn't say these things. Okay, fine. I'll get a divorce. Doesn't he look like that actor, that uh, Italian actor that um, was in Breaking Away? The father? Oh, Vincent. Uh, Gardenia? Gardenia. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I really remember his face. I remember the hugging scene. He was the dad, yeah. Like, uh, he always got terrible food from his wife. Oh, yeah. he was on a diet. Did you guys ever hear the Glassnow Mills Employers Band? Worse. Oh. <laughs> Employers? Employers. They yeah. suck. There's only three of them. The three of them, right. They, they hired the employees band to cover for them. Ah, shake my hand. Hello. Well, the band's going on a, a break I've because they're been union. exploiting you for years. Welcome. Thanks for coming to my party. Gotta <laughs> shake the boss's hand in front of his family. Now look, you see the triangle. Did yeah. you see it? Oh, yeah. Oh, so that, wait, come and get it. That's the come and get it triangle. Oh, so we're almost done with this fucking thing. Now look, this has got to be the mom, and I'm wrong, but look how old she is. The men don't. She looks like Cloris Leachman. Wow, whatever it was. Do I have the mom's mm -hmm. info? 
I don't even think I even heard. Well, where's the band leader from? Was it the first band he did? There, oh, he's playing. He's playing that song we've heard over and over and over. Love me, Kedder, love me too. Oh, there's a triangle again. It's not for come and get it. It's a coincidence. Oh. <laughs> it's actually a triangle. Michael, sometimes the triangle is just a triangle. Play that right. song again. So, you know, the one we've been hearing throughout the whole film. Francis Farmer. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm just waiting for him to say come and get it at this point. Well, okay, it's not quite yet. We are way deep into Act Three, but but it has to resolve itself. Yes, it's not time. It's get a lot more creepy than. Yeah, right. It doesn't end on this note. It does get. How are does you? How are you? Creepy? How are you? Not the right word because he doesn't do anything inappropriate. He just confronts and wants to fight. It's not. How do you do? How do you do? How do you do? She is yeah. not worth being married to. She's a mean, grouchy woman. Okay, this is this is my low life boyfriend <laughs> who I'm gonna marry, Mom. Paper cup guy? I don't wanna be a family of a paper cup heiress. They look great. Those outfits look great. Look at his friend, he's a pimp. Look at this guy. No, he's the dad. Oh, it's his niece it and his daughter. Oh, hello. Can he's someone pretty... water my hat, please? Thank you. I'm... <laughs> He's wearing the chuckle patch from Magic Garden. Why yeah. do you have flowers on your hat? Well, I didn't, but then it started raining. People... <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> I brought you flowers. Oh, I see you already have some. Yeah. Are we going to see the any metal plates anymore, or is that gone? That's all gone, the metal plates. They had their purpose. They freed Lata from slavery. Yeah. Okay, guys, try the barbecue. Wait until I get my first... I, I get first dibs on the barbecue. Free Lata. During the production of The Visit, Farmer was involved in a drunk driving accident. Oh when confronted by the police, she recalled, rather than answering as Francis Farmer, I reverted to my role in the play and what? suddenly became the richest woman in the world, shouting to high heaven that I'd buy this goddamn town. She was a kook, man. She was a kook. I love it. Okay, this is the scene in which it's like, will you marry me? Yes, of course I will. You could tell it's from the second director because he goes, "You promised that Howard that you hate Howard Hawks as much as I do." Yes, darling, he's a terrible, terrible director. <laughs> oh, I'm the happiest woman in the world. Now look, yeah, Howard did not really want to do this film at all, and he insisted that Hawks' name be as a director and listed first, which yeah. alphabetically made sense. He didn't want it at all, but I mean, uh, Mayor Sam uh, Samuel was like. If you don't do it, I'm suspending you, and you're not going to make another film. I'll pay you, but this you can see for Alan Smithy too, so they didn't switch the name out. Right, that would have worked. Yeah. Although this one Academy Awards, so you know, boo hoo, everyone likes. He this wanted Hawks to get credit, though. He wouldn't do Alan Smithy. Like he wanted. Well, Hawks no wanted. Actually. It's not in front of me, but one of them insisted, like, that's a film I never made. I think it was Wilder. Oh. It's got to be Wilder, right? Yeah. yeah. Wilder. Both respect the directors. I mean, come and get it. William Wilder. William Wilder. Berber had approved Jane Manford's script, which Hawks found wanting. He persuaded her and Goldwyn to allow him to bring in Jules Furtherman. To do a rewrite. Hawks just like, while the cat was away, the mouse played. He just like, I'm doing this film the way I want, and you can lay in a hospital bed after your surgery. Right. 
Wow. It worked out in the end, but it wasn't the leftist, you know, okay, he's all over the house looking. That's the secretary who's been his uh, gadfly the whole film. And he's like, ah, they got to be up. He wants to break it. Uh, I'm not sure if he's looking for Lada or looking for them both together to break it up. No, I think Della Reese is the actress in the crossword puzzle, and then Della Street is Perry Mason's secretary. I'm gonna have to look that up, Carl. Later. Uh-huh. Hey! Hey, what were you doing? The fuck is this bullshit? I was looking for lice. She's clean. <laughs> we're trading gum. Yeah. I'm gonna punch you in the face. Oh yeah, this guy's uh, strong. We saw in the other movie. I'm gonna Ooh. hold your chin and punch your jaw. Anyone see a pile of trays? <laughs> Let me get you to a staircase. Do you have any trays in the house? Ow! Two. Ow! Come on and fight. <gasps> that was a good one. He won't what? fight him. What? He does. Yeah. Because wait a minute, I'm in love with her, and I'm gonna marry her, and there's nothing you can do about it. Now she goes, "Don't hurt him. He's an old man." That hurts. Oh, oh, that really hurts. That hurt. Uh, Ooh, I get. Oh. Oh, I thought that would be the moment where he realizes that he's just acting like a lunatic. Yeah, yeah, he can't. Look at that face, man. Yeah. Why can't the script be about logging? Why must I be humiliated in this way? More logging. More logging. Must be. It's a leftist triumph. <laughs> the trailer is 100% logging. Like, I really, when I watched the trailer, I was like, is this the same movie I saw 30 years ago? That's so weird. I don't remember the logging. I mean, I remember with logging, but. The love story is really the uh, interesting yeah. part. Here's the wife, and I had it wrong throughout the whole film. Now he goes, she for the first time like lets it be known that she was afraid he was going to like leave her for Lada. We didn't get that throughout the whole movie, and I think it's a missed opportunity. Right. She's happy when she hears her son will marry her. I don't care as long as it isn't you. Honey, you're the greatest. So she goes, it's time for everyone to eat, and they're not coming in. Would you please help me oh, oh, get them oh, all in? Oh, I got it. I got this I one. Got it. All right. Oh, so the ending's coming. Let me get myself ready for it. <laughs> well, I mean, there is no further to go. He's been rejected. Her true feelings reveal that he's an old man. He's realizing I've been a fool. I'm. It's a pipe dream. It could never have happened. My proposal was indecent, and she's like, "I got my man back because he got no choice." <laughs> you got no choice. You're stuck <laughs> with me. Yes, fun. Okay, go ahead. Turn it up. Turn it up. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, come and regret it. Hello. Hans' ear is about to get. Now, if there's a dog in your room, tell him this is not a wagon train commercial. Why does a rich person have a, belt, a triangle for come and get it? Love me tender again. The whole fucking film. See how he's happy? Yeah. It's like a resolution for him, too. That's. Holy, holy, oh. Wait, now he's not looking happy. He's no. Just leave. Is he crying? There's tears behind that come and get it. Well, that was the life that he turned, he turned away. Yeah. Yeah. He's getting His son's getting the life he never had. Well, granted, the daughter's a And the money. A lot of Bostrom. Wow, Adam, what'd you think of this movie? Uh, I thought it was really good, actually. I'm not gonna lie, I still like it. Yeah. Um, 
Oh yeah, you forget about the logging part, but um, it, yeah, it's really about the uh, relationship, right? Yeah. Like, I still think it, it remains true. I mean, obviously, I'm 40 years older than I was when I saw it, so I've lived the guy's life, and uh, right, you can see where I wasn't. I didn't choose one or the other. I mean, uh, you know, God chose me to have a failed business, but um, <laughs> no, but it wasn't like. You know, God, I was so scared that I would be poor and happy or rich and, and unhappy. It's in the movie obviously makes it seem like there's one way or the other. For his yeah. personal story it was, but not for not his sons people. or not other people, yeah. Carl, but yeah, I still think it's powerful. What do you guys think? Well, I thought it was it was very relatable because I married for middle class. <laughs> I mean, married for sex. Okay. Right. right. Um, well, I re- I'm with Adam. This was a good film. It was, you know, it's a shame that, like, we don't notice the logging because they changed everything. But, no, I would say it's a good film, and I think Francis Farmer did a great job. And I didn't notice that there – no, that's not true. We do notice the tonal difference. There are two directors. There's a little stuff, you know, like yeah. the goo and then maybe some – but the goo felt like comic relief. Like, it still but was very really You have to fall in love, you know. Yeah. It's not just that they're both good looking and young. Like they have to have a moment. Like he fell in love with her mom. There was that so, moment of the fight, the bar fight. Which is more what interesting. I respect so much about the script is that he was not lovable. He was not well, he was lovable, but he wasn't like a leading man hero that anyone would fall for. He was klutzy and big winded. He'd say right. stupid stuff, make a mistake, fight his dad. He did and have a good school. heart though. He did make decisions like he Bet five hundred dollars in the eighteen eighties, and then gave two hundred dollars to this stranger because of yeah. a story that he had. This woman that was going to poison him. So it was. Uh, he. he uh, I don't know. It's, it's a good movie. If I didn't know the backstory, Carl, some movies you would watch and that had a terrible backstory, and you watch this weird movie, you go, "What the fuck happened? Why?" You know, like right, they all screwed up. Yeah, they screwed up. But I couldn't tell that from this movie. If I didn't know that it was two directors and that the the lead was hard to work with for everybody, and that. The, was getting into these incidents, I would still think this is a good movie. You know, like yeah. I, I think the the drama it was like a Twilight Zone episode where he realizes his regret, the way he was pushing his life forward, and that came across. I would love to see more logging politics that was taken out, but <laughs> the direction was fine. It was a good movie. Adam, uh, can you join us next week? I'll take that as a yes. He, he's frozen. He has a bad bandwidth. He's frozen. All right. Well, Adam, can week... you yourself only join us next week? Oh, he's <laughs> on mute. You're on mute. <laughs> oh, what? The mute button? What do I got to do? All right, I'm going to motion to the No, yeah, I'll see you guys next week as long as you do anything in black and white. All right, well, good news. Here's what the deal. Let's watch a dead-end kids movie, The Bowery Boys, one of those films. I'm okay. going to go ahead and pick one. From there, I'm gonna try to find the worst one that they have, and we'll watch it next week. And Mike, have of... some mercy. You know I'm gonna really watch it like three times. So have some no, mercy. I'll do the research. I'll I'll research. Sandwich. Oh, you want to do a switcheroo? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, let me. Yeah, I'm gonna pick oh. a Bowery Street Boys movie. Maybe when there was a dead. Maybe end. I'll watch it. Maybe I'll change my mind. What it yeah, is? Yeah. Maybe. What is the new officer. I'll well, look at uh, I'll look at Wikipedia five seconds before we start recording. Uh, yeah, Mike, right. Mike, please just research the movie. Don't go to the library and get the Bowery Boys, you know, classic, you know, eight DVD box set and waste three weeks and then not have content. No, for the no film. Have of content. That watching every single uh, Abbott and Costello movie before didn't, having... didn't, it did a, it did a little, but it did so little. But all just... I did was I read a. I'm going to go to the library and research Bowery Boys, and I'm going to bring an extensive history of 1930s comedy. <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, Adam, join us next week. Audience, join us next week here on Mutiny Radio. Uh, we are stream every Sunday. To Go to mutinyradio.fm. Uh, see what's happening. And uh, there's a donation button, and we have our archives there. Check it out. Check out our archives at the uh, Mutiny Radio, and don't forget to donate and check out what there's happening with Mutiny Radio. And check us out on YouTube and uh, podcasts and go to uh, more information. Check out proudlyresents.com slash let's. All right. So uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, my brother Adam will join us and we'll be watching the Bowery Street Boys. See you later. Bye. Let's watch a full length movie on you.
song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh, duh. Let's watch a
Mutiny Radio Flat Black Plastic. Horse radish on it and make it very mellow because it really knocks you right on out. Come on. 